the 45th President of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump. People are so frustrated in this country. Free speech under fire. They're bringing drugs. How desperate the left has become. How desperate Democrats have become. become. They're bringing crime. Dissolution of the country. They're rapists. Sever the ties that unite us as a nation. With the challenges and crises that we face right now, this is not the time to divide this country. Hi, I'm Denzel Mitchell. I'm Tahi Wiggins. And I'm Avery Shivers. And this is Main Street Speaks, the podcast that discusses rural news, politics, and history from the perspective of three college students from the Northern Neck of Virginia. Today, we're expanding that perspective from just the three of us to our peers from the Northern Neck who are attending universities across Virginia. We'll hear about the advantages and disadvantages of coming from a small town, differences in perspectives, feeling supported by community, and rural identity. I'm Erin Darby McLean. I'm a junior at William and Mary, double majoring in biology and environmental science and public policy. I'm from Lancaster, Virginia, so I attended Lancaster High School, and I also attended the Chesapeake Bay Governor's School program while I was there. My name is Tristan Gross, and I'm a second year at UVA studying mechanical engineering. And my name is Anna Pitts. I graduated from Northumberland High School in 2019. I go to Virginia Commonwealth University. I'm in the Diagnostic Medical Sonography program. My name is Anasia Carter, and I was born and raised in Heathsville, Virginia. So the college that I'm attending now is Old Dominion University, or ODU, which is the complete opposite of country. I am Jamel Reed. I'm a fourth year. I use he, him, his pronouns. I am in the College of Arts and Sciences, majoring in cognitive science and poetry writing, and I am from Urbana, Virginia. Hi, my name is Alina Johnson. I'm a third year environmental science major at UVA. I went to Lancaster High School, and I'm from Irvington. Hi, my name is Trinity B. Um, I graduated from Northumberland High School in 2017, and I'm from Heatsville, Virginia. I graduated from Northumberland and then instantly went to the United States Military Academy at West Point. I stayed there for three years, um, retired from the Army due to medical issues, and then I just recently transferred to Wayman Mary in August. You realize in like the first like week or two that almost no one's gonna know where your town is from. Like, I can't say, oh, you know, I'm from I'm from Warsaw, Virginia. It's like, nobody knows where that is. Um, when I introduce myself, I say I'm from the Northern Neck, but a lot of times people don't know where that is. So I say I'm on the Rappahannock River or like east of Charlottesville or north of Virginia Beach on the bay. I usually just describe it as a small town and kind of brush off the fact that they don't know where it is. I usually will try and say Whitestone just to avoid questions, but sometimes people want ask where is Whitestone, so I'll give them a geographic location that's very general. The statement goes as such, where the Rappahannock River meets the Chesapeake Bay. Typically when I introduce myself, I say that I am from... Uh, Eastern Virginia, and then people are like, oh, you're from the Eastern Shore? I'm like, well, no. And the, the first time I'm meeting someone, it's not really not worth explaining exactly where I'm from. I'll say like, oh, I'm from rural Eastern Virginia. 
Um, when I introduce myself to people up at Richmond, I normally tell them I am from I am from Northumberland County. Then of course they go to say, "Oh, Cumberland, I've heard of that." And I'm like, "No, Northumberland." And then they proceed, "Oh, North Cumberland? Okay, yeah." And I have to explain to them, "No, Northumberland. Have you ever heard, you know, of the Northern Neck of Virginia?" Um, so then I proceed. I normally tell them, you know, I'm about 30 minutes from Tappahannock. Still don't know what Tappahannock is. And I'll go, I'm a country boy from Tappahannock. VA is where I reside. You know, the infamous Chris Brown lyric. And then people just seem to know what I'm talking about. Some of the biggest difficulties transitioning from a rural environment here to college, specifically UVA and Charlottesville, had to be the cultural differences. There's a lot of other differences that played a factor into my transition here. Um, but the cultural differences were really, really astounding in some ways. So entering college, I never really considered the fact that me being from a small community, me being from kind of Southern Virginia would be too big of an issue. Um, but I found myself having a really different perspective on politics, on the world, on people than my peers. I guess the, it is a big cultural change going to a uh, quote-unquote progressive university. Um, some other new thoughts, just realizing how, how judgmental it can be coming from a rural town, like not being able to blend in, having to like having everybody know you, it can put a lot of pressure on you as well as um, it just feels so easy to get into like the regular groove of like not leaving. Like it's always, I, I was always scared of not being able to leave my county and not being able to like <laughs> quote unquote escape. I'd say like the most difficult and or annoying thing when coming to college was just like not knowing anybody. I kind of felt like I might as well have gone to an out-of-state college. Being from a small rural town, like everybody knows everyone. And so coming here to UVA and being able to be at the background was like a new concept for me. So getting used to being able to just like kind of like blend in was was definitely crazy. I just missed the quiet and I missed like nature being able to drive you know, anywhere I want in a, to a pretty secluded area or, like, take a walk by myself. and Some difficulties I had when entering college was um, definitely a fear of being, of not being, uh, like, well-prepared enough, kind of having something to prove, being from a smaller town. Um, a lot of insecurities about being from a smaller town as well as if uh, those who had grown up in, you know, metropolitan areas or more urban areas had more, uh, like, profound thoughts and and experiences than I did. I feel that my high school experience kind of had me at a disadvantage. I think that Lancaster didn't prepare me a ton for like writing at college and um, it didn't really have a strong foundation in just the humanities in general. Um, a lot of it was just taught based off of SOLs and I didn't feel like I had a ton of background and just basic stuff that a lot of kids at UVA had. No, I don't feel disadvantaged because of the high school I attended. I felt my school set up fantastic infrastructure that helped me get the best education that I could and also helped me like prepare me for college. I think it's very obvious that 
the high school I went to is worse in pretty much every aspect than larger schools and cities and kids from Northern Virginia who are transferring calc like one, two, and three, and they come in and then their first year they're taking differential equations. They're four maths ahead of you. Like it's like the, the gap there is like so wide and it's kind of mind boggling. I think that personally, I took the hardest classes that our school offered in order to prepare me better for college. Um, but I don't think that I was as prepared as a lot of my peers. I never felt disadvantaged uh, because I came from a small high school. Um, like I said, there were learning curves just due to cultural changes. And then be, just being in school with so many people and just so many things to do, you have to learn how to manage those things. Um, I guess the biggest disadvantage was that you know some students had more opportunities to take different classes in high school. But even then, I think I had a good foundation just because I went to the Chesapeake Bay Governor School. The other day I had one of my friends, we were talking about uh, LinkedIn, and one of my friends told me, oh yeah, on the, the last few weeks of school, our school helped uh, all the seniors set up LinkedIn pages, and they, they had us show up in like blazers, and they took headshots, and I was like, are you serious? Dude, my school, I don't, I don't know if they would, I don't know if they would ever even like consider that. I don't think people from a city will ever understand how terrible 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 the internet in rural areas is it's so bad i think a stereotype about people from rural areas are just like uneducated like rednecky conservative they do things like uh religiously and just other uh, social social aspects um and that, that's not always the case I, they're not wrong uh, there are a lot of conservative people from rural areas politically and and social wise but um not everyone is, is like that. Um, there's people who are brought, I think the internet and, and uh, media has really changed what rural people have access to and, uh, and therefore the way they think. So like from being from a rural area, people often think that we can't adjust to technology better than people from urban areas. I don't know where they even get that from because that's clearly false. <laughs> also, they tend to think that it's harder for us to socialize with others from rural areas or or anywhere that's different from us which is complete bogus to me <laughs> people definitely like have like some major stereotypes about people from rural areas definitely like you know they they might underestimate your intelligence which is pretty baseless i will say that one thing that a lot of people get wrong about rural areas is that um they are they are uneducated and i think that there's a an interesting yeah. level of knowledge and education that goes through um, rural areas and that goes through these these communities <clears throat> I don't think there's anyone else in the world that knows as much of oyster, about oysters than my community does in Virginia um, and you know if you want to start claiming who has more knowledge I think living in a, such a unique environment like the northern neck has given people um, knowledge that other people do not have and so it kind of comes down to how do you really judge you know being educated is it through the standardization of um, tests and classes, or is it from lived experience and experience of growing up in a rural area and facing these issues? So, I think a lot of the times when people think of people from rural areas like Northumberland County, they think that we are less because 
we um, don't have the the same resources. We don't have the same connections. Um, but some of the smartest people I know are from our small area. I don't think that we allow ourselves to be limited by our resources. We figure out a way to find information. We figure out a way to move on. Yeah, I definitely still feel supported from the community. The community has always been really supportive, um, like, you know, putting us in the paper for, like, winning a volleyball game, something as small as that. Um, like, my my middle school has a Facebook page where they post, like, all of the things that the alumni are getting up to and like like if they get married if they get into college if they get an award get a new job and it's very like kind of heartwarming to be a part of that despite me being further from home i do feel supported by the community i come from we have this newspaper called the south side sentinel where they like put all the local kids like news and information on there especially kids who like have left the county and what they're doing and like their successes outside so like I still, my parents still send me clippings of me when I'm in the newspaper when, like, something from UVA happens and I end up in there. Like, it's great, and I get texts from my people who were involved with me, like, throughout my lifetime and who have mentored me all the time, and I I know that I have so much support coming from that county, and it's so reassuring, and it's really helped me keep me, like, keep my drive here at UVA because I know that they're rooting for me behind the scenes. Um, I think that it's... It's such an interesting experience coming back to a rural area, especially after being in Charlottesville and just, you know, being in the university setting. It's it's kind of comforting in a lot of ways to come back to an area like that um, and have, you know, people and and, you know, sayings that kind of come along really easily and nicely. And, you know, it's just nice to kind of come back to that place. And I definitely still support it when I come home. One thing that I kind of miss from being down here in Northumberland County, being in the rural area is being around people that just know you, you know, I go to the Dollar General in Calio and everyone from school that I know sometimes is there and I'll see them and I'll catch up with them. Um, You know, I worked at Calio supermarket. So a lot of the people that went to the supermarket, I do see in public and it's nice just to talk to them. And most of them stayed up to date with me through high school, knew that I played sports and it's nice just to see everyone again and know that I can go somewhere and potentially probably see, most likely see someone I know and be able to have a conversation with them. It kind of gives me a sense of belonging, gives me a sense of relief knowing I know people and if I needed to talk to someone, there's multiple options, you know? I feel like growing up in such a small, close-knit community while it had its downsides um, just allows me to see a different perspective that most people from bigger cities don't necessarily have. I also realized that I have um, more of an open mind when it comes to like right side politics versus left side politics um, because I identified as sort of on the left side of politics in a right side town. So by nature of that, I was, I had to sort of learn how to listen to other people's point of views but a lot of some not a lot but some of my peers at William and Mary have never had to really argue with somebody who is on the complete opposite spectrum of them as far as politics are concerned so I'm definitely really grateful for being exposed to that 
Um, I really just think that, you know, the Northern Neck has given me um, some really interesting insight into the uh, social issues and disparities that kind of permeate throughout our little town and our own area. I'm still, like, trying to figure out my opinions of my hometown. I feel like that's going to be a continual process. And it's not really because of, like, the rural aspect of it. It's really the intersection of it being conservative, mostly white, rural, things like that. Um, my family and I have been in my county since my family line has been enslaved. So we never really left the county. We've really been seated and rooted in this one space. And so especially coming here to UVA and like being involved with different different organizations that really put a focus on understanding enslavement of people um, and delving into the nuances of that, it really made me sit back and like evaluate my own family's history and how my county just expects us and expects black people to like get over that and to forget about it, very much forget about it mentality. So reconciling and having to delve deep into my own family history has helped me like bring that back to my own family in my own county, which has been really beneficial. And it kind of like makes me angry at my own town for its mindset of just forgetting about something that's so prevalent and so impactful to many of the black families that are in my county. I mean, just the whole experience coming from a small town or however you want to describe a rural area to to college, like I said, was a bit of a learning curve coming in. It's made me want to come home and do better things for my community. I think rurality is really defined by the connection between people and the knowledge that others have about one another. When I think of rural, I think of just like way of living as well as just like the landscape. So specifically where I'm from, we have water because we're on the tidewater area. So we have water and we have farming. So boating, fishing, crabbing you name it, as well as farming, like soybeans, corn, things like that. Farmland, pretty small. Most people know each other. It's pretty tight-knit, you know, pretty pretty community-based in general, but not, all, not like, super complicated. It's pretty pretty simple. Everything stays pretty much pretty normal for the, for the area. I think that I would describe myself as rural. I think rural is, is being closer with your community. Everyone knows this person, or I can say, like, everybody knows that person. Rural people are raised in a community where love and hard work is crucial. Well, when I think rural, I, I really just think small town. Um, because I, I would not describe myself as rural, but probably just small town. Um, I think I would describe myself as small town because, I mean, there's certain qualities, certain things you learn from living in a small town. Not specifically uh, rural qualities, like... Uh, you know, I do, uh, you know, garden and, and hunt. I have hunted. I don't hunt anymore, but hunt and, and things like that. So those are very rural specific things and fish and, and you know, you know how to drive a boat and, and and things like that. But I would say small town because more of the values that kind of stick with me that I can carry anywhere that come from a small town, such as caring for others, um, you know, trying to be close-knit with the community you have, close-knit with the friends you have, you know, um, and being a a uh, you know just a personable person and i think i identify to some extent with the term of being a rural person because i obviously grew up here um but i'm not like i come here and it's not like my whole family's from here and it's not like i have generations and generations of ties with this community um but certainly it's shaped who i am 
and how I view the world and the way that I carry myself in day-to-day -day situations. So certainly to some extent I identify as rural, but there's definitely more nuance to it than just plain and simple, I'm a rural person. Um, I feel in a lot of ways disconnected from my rural identity. Um, and maybe that's because, you know, I didn't grow up in the same area or same school systems as others. But, um, you know, I think that my experience of being rural really comes from my experience being, you know, isolated, physically isolated from a large population of people. And, you know, that would be my definition of rural when speaking about myself. I wouldn't say rural defines anyone. I think, you know, it definitely influences your, your thoughts and ideas on the world but people in general are, are a lot more than where they're from. Thinking about what I describe myself as rural, yeah, I, I think a big part of feeling rural is finding comfort in these things that you grew up with. And I find extreme comfort when I hit rural areas and I'm surrounded by these things that I grew up with. It's funny because my fun fact usually tends to be that I can drive all types of farm equipment because I grew up farming with my dad. and. I that I think that's just like a testament to like my ability to still connect with my county in this rural aspect, despite me being far away from home. This episode would not have been possible without Aaron Darby McLean, Tristan Gross, Anna Pitts, Demasia Carter, Jamel Reed, Alina Johnson, and Trinity B, as well as my lovely co-hosts Denzel and Avery, who provided their perspectives for me to edit in as well. Thank you so much for listening. We will be continuing our series on education over the next few episodes. This is Main Street Speaks. I'm Denzel Mitchell. I'm Tahi Wiggins. And I'm Avery Shivers. And we'll see you next week.